0: Well, hey, everyone, Athena Dean Holtz here, and welcome to the Redeemed and Restored podcast. We're all be coming to you every Friday so that together we can intentionally discover the faithfulness of God, which is my absolute favorite thing to do. Every week, I'll bring you encouragement to see God working all things together for good from scriptures to devotional excerpts, to song lyrics, to personal examples from my journey through redemption and restoration. Joining this community on a regular basis, where it's okay to be real and throw off our masks of perfection, will not only encourage you, but will motivate and stir your hearts and just possibly leave you forever changed. In times like this, We all need to be encouraged as we face the challenges, difficulties, and losses of this life. So I look forward to growing right along with you in authenticity and transparency as we endeavor to find the faithfulness of God in our everyday lives. So take a moment to write a review on Apple so even more people are able to find the encouragement you're about to hear. Each episode is broadcast on my YouTube channel before it's converted and brought to you in this audio format. If you'd like to get in on the fun and giveaways at my YouTube home, join me over there at Athena Dean Holtz for even more encouragement. So hey, let's get started. Welcome everyone to this week's edition of Redeemed and Restored where we connect every week to intentionally discover the faithfulness of God. And today, I'm super excited to introduce you to Hillary Ferry. Her story of redemption and restoration is gonna blow you away. How God used betrayal beyond belief to draw her to himself and to give her a ministry to help other women find hope after betrayal, you are going to love this interview. So just a few things about her. Hillary Berry is the founder of Infidelity Care for Women, and she's the author of an incredible love story, We Survived Infidelity. So you're going to hear more about that betrayal and how God worked in the midst of it to now give this couple a thriving ministry to those who have gone through similar struggles. Well, Hillary, it's so nice for you to be with us today on Redeemed and Restored. Welcome, welcome. Thank you so much. I'm so happy to be here today. Yes. Well, I would like to just jump right in. You have quite a story of redemption in your marriage. And so I would love for our uh, audience to really get a glimpse of what was broken and then what God did to redeem and restore it. All right. Wow. The, the interesting thing I think with my
1: story is when it began in 2013, not only did I not know anything was broken, but I thought I was living the dream. I was married to my best friend. We did so many fun things together. We were triathletes. Um, we went ballroom dancing. We we just had a lot of fun. I felt like we had really good communication. We have um, seven kids, and they were all finally out on their own. And now we had this time together. And... Um, I, it was at Christmas time, we were visiting my daughters and something had seemed a little off during um, our drive. So that evening I picked up my husband's phone and my world came crashing down. My my dream life had suddenly turned into a nightmare. It turned out my husband was having a relationship with a friend of ours. I later learned out that it, it was a of a physical affair um as time went on i found out that there had been other issues um inappropriate things with women um pornography chat rooms you know so he he this this 10 month affair that devastated me turned into being um a, a big part of our marriage had actually he'd been leading a double life and you know, finding this, as as I found out more and more, I became more and more broken. Mm. Thankfully, uh, right when I, you know, uh, approached my husband with what I had found, and that was not pretty, I became a very ugly version of myself. Uh, Actually, I didn't know it was myself. I didn't, I didn't know my husband and I didn't know myself at this point. Yeah. but my husband was immediately remorseful it was almost he says it was as though i hit him over the head with a two by four and kind of woke him up and and he couldn't believe the man he had become so he's remorseful he cuts everything off with this other woman as i find out more things he's kind of like coming out of this fog like oh my gosh that wasn't okay either why did i think that was okay So his response was um, never one of blaming me, which does happen a lot of times in these situations. He never um, um, tried to deny the truth once I found it, but he was also not able to give me truth Mm. until I asked things. And I, I know now that it was part of the fog that he was in as a sexually broken man Um, we went on kind of hanging on to each other, um, trying to fix it, me getting further and further into my isolation and brokenness. The more I found out, the less I wanted anyone to know. And, um, in, during that time I had spent a weekend with my brother and sister and I'm, my husband and I were not believers. I did not attend church, but my brother said, oh, we should all go to church. And so I I went because I'm, you know, cooperative and was moving in a fog as it was. I did not tell them what was going on. And I went with them to a church and heard this story I never heard before about a man named Abram, who God told him, pack up your things and go off and I will tell you where to go and um I will lead you. And I'm listening to this. It, you know, it was like, there was a spotlight on this story, even though I was in such, such terrible shape right then. And then the pastor said, do you trust God with your journey? Or do you try to figure things out on your own? Or do you think you're in control? And I, I heard him. Wondered if God might be able to do something with my mess. When I came back to Ohio, I asked a friend if there were any churches that she knew of where they had like a concert at the beginning and this, you know, it looked like a guy off the streets walking around with a Bible. And you know, she said, "Yes, sounds like my church." So um, Joe and I started going to her church. It was so confusing to me. I. It didn't make sense. And I had been in church as a little kid, but going, yeah, it was very confusing, but we kept going. Um, And uh, we were 10 months in this without any support. And Joe started to slip. Mm. I ended up going to a women's retreat through this church. I didn't know anyone at the retreat. I didn't really know why I was there. I just kept feeling like I had to go to this retreat. And while I was there, I met a woman who was on this journey with her husband and she told me about a support group. I went home that night, very relaxed, feeling good, and found out my husband was slipping. He had been looking at pornography. When I pushed him, I found out he had been back in touch with his affair partner and he just couldn't maintain white knuckling it right. on his own. And... Um, after I lost it, you know, my husband broke down and said, My biggest fear is losing you. <laughs> it's like, then what are you doing? <laughs> so that night I um put the pornography back up on my husband's computer because I was gonna show him, and God woke me up and said, No, baby girl, you need to love this man unconditionally. His biggest fear is that he will lose you. Let him know that you will never leave him. I went back out to the computer. I found the support group. I put that up on his computer. And it was, that was the, the Holy Spirit mm. entering my life because um, I was that, that after that happened, I was extremely peaceful
0: mm. for the
1: first time in 10 months. The fear had kind of drained away. And for two or three days, I was on a high, saying, "This was my miracle day. I'm going to love you unconditionally." And then reality set in. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh, wait a minute. I still have a very broken husband. But he went to the support group. It was at a, a called 180 180 Recover at a church here in Vineyard, and they they have groups now on Zoom and things. Just a, a very the uh, man who leads it was a pastor and very, very Christian based. So I was so excited. Joe went to this, um, this meeting and I, you know, I can't wait for him to come home and he comes home and he's like, I didn't know what that guy was talking about. It was all about church, but I'll go back. I'll go back. And so my husband went back. My husband and I both um, asked Christ into our lives. We found a group a christian support group for women for me to join and um it was still a, a roller coaster still mm-hmm. a roller coaster we didn't it wasn't all you know here we go happily Hi. ever after boom we've <laughs> <It's> been wonderful <laughs> but you know healing from um healing your marriage mm-hmm. is a journey a man healing from sexual brokenness is a journey and a woman healing from um, relational trauma of being betrayed by the person you trusted the most is a journey. And someone said, I lead a support group now for women. My husband leads one for men. And one of the gals the other day said, The men have been living with this brokenness their whole lives. We get slammed with, you know, however many years of that all at once.
0: Mm. And
1: so as the man is getting better and, and coming into the light and banishing all the secrets, he's got to tell you, Joe had to tell me the different ways that he had betrayed me. As part of his healing, he had to do that. But as he's doing it, he's
0: like, oh, I feel so much better. (laughs) And um, Well, and and you've not only got all of his, here's how how I betrayed you. You've got your own brokenness. So it's just on top of brokenness on top of brokenness. Whoa. That had to, at some points, feel overwhelming.
1: Yeah, and it. And I, I hate it. I would never choose this journey, but oh my goodness, the Lord used it to do so many miracles in my life, in Joe's life, in our marriage. I was, um, before all this, I was pretty isolated. And I know now it's called prideful because I could like take care of myself and I enjoyed my own company. And I realized I was afraid to risk disappointing other people. Oh, you know, friends expect things of you. And um, and God has said to me, no way, baby girl, I want you out there with other people, with other women. And um, he's given me the nudge time after time. I, I have a tendency to say every now and then, God is so annoying. He keeps making me do things I don't wanna do, <laughs> you know? But I I love him for it because he's pushing me constantly into being the woman he wants me to be. And if I hadn't gotten so broken, I wouldn't have hurt him. Right. I've had many other dark times in my life and I, I am a strong person. I didn't look to him to pull me out, but this time I had no choice. I was hearing things like, you're going to be okay, baby girl. Think of me, baby girl. We never (laughs) even called any of our girls baby girl. What is
0: that? I think
1: think God's talking to me. (laughs) And thank goodness he was. Thank
0: goodness. So at what point did you write your book telling the story of God's redemption in your marriage? The betrayal and then the redemption. Right. Um, I I started writing my book
1: the day I picked up Joe's phone because I picked up his phone and I'm like, what do I do? What do I do? What do I do? I happened to have my computer with me that weekend. Mm -hmm. I picked up my computer and I wrote, I don't know what to do. I just found. And so that was my go-to. Since I was not talking to other people, I was writing. Mm -hmm. I did not do a lot of sleeping. I read 26 books the first year, and I wrote and I wrote and I wrote, and that be- and then I'd go into a panic if I thought I lost something I'd written. I'm like, I have to keep it. I don't know why, but I have to keep it. So, two and a half years and 700 pages worth of single space typed pages. Wow! Of journaling. Yes. Is, is the research <laughs> for my book, and so um then i had to learn how to be a writer and that in itself was a journey but um god again was nudging me other other people need to know so my book is our story it is our story um from the moment i picked up his phone um my miracle day is in there a lot of joe's um way of responding to my brokenness is in there and then some of his journey to healing and it really is a love story on so many levels because i think like in the beginning i'm not mentioning god or at all because i don't know god right and at first i thought well this is bad i have to put how would i put god in there i didn't you know yeah um i you know I wrote some really 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 unpleasant journal entries especially in the beginning those are not in there <laughs> right <laughs> and
0: some you know a lot of times when we're processing a lot of it's for us and some of it is for others consumption and but it's such a healing thing to process mm-hmm. it in that journal however you do it whether you handwrite it or you type it that is just such an important part of really processing the pain and the discoveries and the heartbreak and the joys and, you know, just the whole thing. It's so good. Well, and then going back through it, you know, all the
1: first pulling out from (laughs) this much pages. Yeah. And, and, and Tony, you know, break, pulling out, pulling out, pulling out, pulling out. But then I had to recreate the scenes of, like, like Biting someone, had someone um, at a conference I went to, she read part of it and she said, well, you didn't tell us what happened when you um, talked to Joe about what you found on his phone. And I'm like, yeah, because I don't want to go there. I don't want to remember. I don't want to hurt again. So I yes. had to get back into it and cry through
0: it again. Mm. So it was It was very therapeutic on that level too. Oh my gosh. So we survived infidelity is the title, right? Yes. Yeah. You want to hold it up? I do have one. There we go. Love that. That's Joe and I. Nice.
1: Right there.
0: An unexpected life journey? Life life lesson. lesson. It was God's life lesson to Joe and I. Well, and I love... That not only did he use this horrible infidelity, betrayal on so many levels, but he used that not only to draw you both to himself, but to also use that pain to minister to others. Mm-hmm. That's just so, <laughs> mm-hmm. I love that. That's so redemptive and restorative. Yes. I mean, redeemed and restored. That is like, oh. Right there in that, <laughs> in that experience. He and- definitely did
1: redeem and restore us. And, uh, you know, so we, we now lead support groups. Um, our book is out there as an audio and um, a Kindle and the paperback, you know, so people can access it in different ways. And then uh, we have a I have a Facebook group, a private
0: Facebook group, Infidelity Care for Women. And okay, so if there's someone listening today or watching today and they go, okay, I've been through this, I need to be in a group where other people, other women understand what I'm going through. Tell us where again on Facebook and we'll list it in the show notes as well. In, it's called infidelity care for women. Perfect. And that's and on Facebook. Is a
1: private group. And it, it was never my intention to have it be a Christian group. Um, but it is, it's. Yeah. The, the the way women advise each other or share um their hope
0: mm-hmm. in the
1: lord on this journey it just it's mind-boggling how how many strong courageous women there are out there who who get their strength from god and and are using that to help other women as amen. well
0: amen well thank you so so much for being with us today yes. so Um, If someone just wants, maybe they're not quite ready to join the group, but they want to connect with you online or on social media, what's the best place for them to find you?
1: Um, Well, I am on Facebook. Um, I also have a website, hillarybarry.com. And my name's spelt a little differently. So I know you're going to put that in the notes. We will. I do have my email listed on my website as well. So that people can connect with me that way
0: perfect well thank you so much for being with us today it was just delightful to hear how God used such a horrible situation to draw you to himself glorify his name bring purpose to your pain and oh my goodness I love it thank you so much thank you so much Dina. so thanks for joining us today on the redeemed and restored podcast Brought to you by Athena Dean Holtz and the Romans 828 Bookstore, a division of Redemption Press. I'd love to have you review and share this podcast with friends, family, and others who can use the encouragement. And be sure to check out my YouTube channel at Athena Dean Holtz for more tips and tools to help you find the faithfulness of God. So thanks for joining us today. See you next week for another episode of Redeemed and Restored.